Hey guys, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, where we share with you digital tips and strategies on how to grow your business. Today, I am super pumped to have joined with us on the podcast, Kevin Yerutia from Boy Media. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. So it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, we're based here in North Florida. You're in the New York area. So we're, we're spanning the East Coast. And uh, man, Kevin, boy, the last 12 months have been a challenge for a lot of Americans. Um, you know, we've got businesses in the hospitality industry, in the hotel and uh, tourism industry have been tremendously impacted by what's been happening in our world with the pandemic and with COVID. Many of these businesses are really scratching their head and trying to think, what do we do next? They're sitting at home, you know, they've had to close their business um, and they're really struggling. And then there are other people who have been able to keep their business and, and they're trying to figure out how do I grow my business where we're struggling people are spending less because you know they've been laid off you've got and and then sort of you've got another group of people who are they they've been running multiple businesses for the last 10 years and and they're still trying to figure out okay i've got you know sort of this enterprise umbrella of companies that i need to help grow you know company a b and c and they're all struggling and everyone's trying to figure out what do we do now? And I wanted you to come on the show because you have an incredible story of a little business that you started from zero to $3 million in 18 months. And I thought this would be a great time for you to share with us what were sort of those three things that you really felt like was, was essential for you to succeed. So tell us about your business and, and how you got started. Yeah, so my name is Kevin, and the company I started was called Bait Sellers, and we are a home cleaning company based out of New York City. And with our company, obviously we're based in New York City, but we're also in Brooklyn, uh, New Jersey, and we're also in Chicago, and we're expanding to Florida as well, I think, this year. Uh, so basically, we kind of do exactly kind of what the, the, the name sounds like. We provide home, home cleaning services for uh, apartments, and New York City was the first city we targeted because that's where I grew up in. And we just recently started expanding to like office cleanings as a kind of new thing that we wanted to try. Uh, uh, we started that like, this year. Very nice. Well, you know, it's interesting you said you know you started the business in the local area that you live in, and I think that's such a practical base to start with people who are who live in their space maybe the economic you know you could have someone that that you know lives in pensacola florida right the population of pensacola florida is nowhere near the population of a small urban pocket of new york you're right the, the population density is completely different but what we do know is that there are some basic needs still being not met and more than ever we are all at home we are all on the internet we are on our mobile devices we're on social media 
So talk to me and share with us, what did you do to, to, to really kind of go to the next level? You said, okay, I'm going to start this business. Did you get a website? Like, what was your process there? Yeah, so for us, when we started the company, the first thing that we did was obviously a website super important. But for us, the biggest thing for us is trying to prove that there was like attraction or demand for this. And really, at least for me, when I was doing, thinking about this company, I kind of knew already a little bit instead about cleaning because my background, my family were like Hispanics. So my parents were always coming, my mom and my aunt were cleaning. So I knew there was like people that needed this sort of thing. And then at the same time, I did some keyword research just on Google. Google Keyword Planner showed like the volume of how many times people were like looking for a cleaning company. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. I was just like, there's like 2,500 searches a month at the time. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I was like, if I can get that many cleaners, that many cleanings a month, I was like, that's gonna get money, right? And then I was just like, that's crazy. I just used like, those tools. I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And, and then I got a website. Uh, in the beginning, I did like custom. And then I switched to WordPress. I think WordPress is the easiest thing that you could do now. Um, and there's so many plugins or anything and themes or anything. So I thought that was super important to to do and get up. Um, the next thing I did for starting this was really I tell people all the time: just tell your friends, right? Tell your friends, tell your family. Like you have to like tell them what you're doing. Um, I think sometimes people get afraid to show, but I'm like, hey, like especially when it's I think at least for me in the beginning, I think some people get scared because like I come from a tech background, so people like expect you. Sometimes people expect you to start something that's like in the space you're in, and then I think that sort of creates fear for people. But I was like, no, like this is just like a one thing I'm doing right now. It's not like the not like my ultimate goal, right? I think sometimes people get afraid of that. But I was like, hey, just share what you're doing, um, and then that's sometimes interesting to people, and that was helpful for people because then people were like, oh, Kevin, like I see you're doing this. That's pretty cool. Like. And you need help, and like you, people will find out how to help you. Um, but I always think it's like that biggest fear of how your friends and family are going to judge you, or what's up, people. But and it's so funny because then you realize that like they're always going to judge you no matter what. And then it's usually a stranger that you see that you more than your friend's family, which is the craziest thing. But like that's how life is, right? So we uh, just share people to share it. I think it's uh, very important to just get out of that fear. Um, and then the next thing, kind of what we did was uh, try to really think about how we make customers, right? So uh, like this, I knew there was demand, right? So I just posted on Craigslist. Craigslist was big in New York City. Say, hey, look, we're a cleaning company. You do cleaning, come to us. And then just we'll respond to your questions and queries. And uh, once we did that, we were uh, we found the maids. They were like, okay, now we need maids, right? And so in the beginning, I had I did have a family help me cleaning. So I did about two to three cleanings in the beginning when we just didn't have a cleaner. And I was like, oh, like I just don't want to like say no. So in the beginning, I always thought like you just gotta do it. And like I wasn't the best cleaner. And, I was just like, yeah, I got to do it. it sucks. And like, it's just like, you got to do it sometimes. But it's amazing pretty work. And it's not just about building the pretty website. It's about like, like you got to go, you know, do, do it. Yeah. And so that's sort of what I did. But Craigslist was a really big uh, sort of way for us. And we just made it so that every week, uh, every two days, we'd post a new ad and then uh, just keep doing that. And then for that, I hired, um, at this time, there's like a lot of service. I hired like a, I had a remote worker from the Philippines working with me at the time to sort of help me with stuff. And then she was like posting things. So I think people tell people all the time, like all these repetitive tasks in the beginning that are you very important and you know take up time to do. Like posting is so important to our business, but I just didn't want to do it every day because I want to focus on other growth channels, other growth strategies. So I just hired somebody else to be like, hey, your job is every day at nine o'clock you're posting this. Like this is the template. You can't mess up because if I were to do it, I'd be like, oh, 
you know, you wake up, you're like, I'm gonna do breakfast. You're like, oh yeah, I gotta do this. I'll do it in five minutes. And then you forget. But if you have someone that you know is doing this, then you can yell at them. Hey, you forgot to do it. It's your fault now. So it's like, uh, sometimes it's helpful to get people to help you with these like little tasks, I think. And that's really the biggest thing for me is, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned in the beginning is like, in the beginning, you just can't really do everything. And once you sort of figure it out, it's like, end it off because you shouldn't be um, dealing with it. Like, for example, like we onboarded a new cleaner. Okay, like, send me the documents. Okay, talk, talk to your assistant. Hey, here's how you onboard the cleaner. Here's another one. Go do it. Like, it's like, why, why should you? It's like, it doesn't take brain power. It's just like, it doesn't work, right? So, like, now let's go focus on stuff that's going to help me grow the company. So, I, I've always been in that mindset of, let me figure it out. Let me record myself. Yeah, I'll go like, Record a Zoom, record a Loom, whatever that is, is at that time, and then just give it to somebody and say, hey, this is how you do it now. Okay, cool. And then you move on to your next task and how to grow the business there. So um, that's kind of came from a book. I read a book called like The E-Myth about why small businesses fail. And I was like very, that book really resonated with me. I was like, oh yeah, like you really have to get, give up tasks. Sometimes you just cut off. You get caught off in this like, I'm the only one that can do it. And then I'm like, I'm like very opposite. I'm like, no, like I want to hire somebody that's better that can do it. I just want to think about it and say, not you go to help execute that thing much better than me. Kevin, I love that. I, I love, and, and just to kind of recap, the, the, the three core components that, that we're talking about today on how to start and, and run a successful business in the middle of a pandemic COVID world that we live in. I love how you shared with one of the very core things that you drew from was from your beginnings, from your family that, that you know, when you were growing up, this was something that you grew up with. And I think a lot of times we, we don't appreciate uh, the little things that we learned that that we were exposed to as as young people that are just a core part of our DNA. And when it's a core part of your DNA, I believe you've got an unlimited amount of resource to draw back from because it's such a, a foundational part of who you are. And again, I go back to for those solopreneurs, and I think that word is going to become even, I mean, it's been popular for the last decade, but I think it's going to even shine brighter in in the months to come and in the years to come because i fundamentally believe we're going to have a a just mushroom uh effect of these small businesses they're going to start from their you know from their basement from their parents house or or from you know the the patio that they enclosed you know because of having to work from home and so I love that, you know, the other thing that you said that like that was the catalyst for you. But the other thing I really appreciate your honesty, Kevin, when you said there was a bit of fear that you had. And I think a lot of people have fear because they've had the comfort of the status quo of their corporate America job. And now they find themselves that's been completely obliterated. And now they're, now they're faced with, what do I do? And then all these, you know, what ifs start coming in and they become paralyzed. And I love how you said, I'm not going to be afraid of that. I'm going to just move forward. Um, and I'm just going to start sharing. I'm going to start telling people about the thing that we're doing. That is such a great way to get started. I love that, Kevin. And I hope that the listeners to the show and the people that watch this video will be inspired by your words and by your actions because yes, it's great to make the money, but it's also great to have that meaningful work that you believe in because it is foundational. 
And I think you just you you really kind of went into the second component really well, uh, which was how do you build momentum? And I loved what you said about you know you realized that you had sort of created this process, the how to do it, and then you needed to kind of replicate that and begin to have other people do that part of the task so that you could work on the business and not in the business. And so I think that step two of, of building momentum and not wasting your time doing the menial task and having other people come in and be part of this growing new business is so important. So I love that being able to, whether you want to think of it as delegating, uh, whether you want to think of it as replicating, at the end of the day, it's about creating a process that can be replicated over and over. And that leads us into the, the third component, which is how do you scale? And the way you scale, and just like you kind of shared with us is, now you've got this process built, you have other people executing it. So talk to us about, you got to that point, you got to kind of that, that, that point of, okay, we got customers that are coming in, you know, uh, we're doing pretty well, but you kind of hit a ceiling. So tell us about that ceiling moment and then what happened next. Yeah, so there's a, yeah, that's a great point. There's a few, I guess, moments in the ceiling. And really one of them was that we couldn't, we didn't really, this SEO was really part of this, but a lot of it was like, we couldn't really think about um, how to keep recurring customers from like churning, right? We would have cleaners, go do a job and then they wouldn't like come back to like rebook again. And obviously there's any cleaning business or any sort of business in general, if you have returning customers, that's really the key to the business. Cause then you can acquire a customer uh, at a good price because you know they'll can pay you back. And for cleaning, it's like crucial because you want customers to come, you want to go to customer's house every week because then like, you know, the person it's like easier. Um, so I so something for that, that we did that was super helpful is we just started like calling customers after the cleaning and asking them like, Hey, how was your uh, cleaning with, you know, whatever Kevin, for example, and they would tell us like truth and feedback. And that was helpful. We called from somebody that we gave a title as like client happiness, even though they're just like another customer service rep. <laughs> but like, Hey, look, I'm a client happiness. I'm here to like help you with this. And like, I think that's like a key thing. Like titles sometimes are really interesting when you talk to people because they'll give you like better feedback. Right. And, so this is something like I used to say, hey, I'm the founder, and I would just get like bombarded with like comments because they think like, oh, you're the founder, like give me money back, right? And so you see like whereas like, hey, customers happiness, it was more of like, hey, here's what's wrong. Versus when I called, it was like, hey, you're the founder, I know you have money because they think like you're rich. Like I want, I want a refund. So like I think that's something, some things that you can sort of uh, think about too is is how do you sort of how how do you get how do you how are you portraying yourself to the customers and sort of how can you get great feedback. Um, so we did that. Um, so that was one example. And that really helped us figure out what went wrong, right? We didn't realize a lot of times like clients were, we were confirming the bookings to the clients, but then the cleaners were also uh, texting the night before saying, hey, can I come in? They're like, yes, I already told you guys. But we didn't know that because there was like a separate thread that they were communicating with the customers. The, customer, uh, the cleaners knew the client's phone number as well. So then beforehand, they would be like, hey, just making sure I'm like, so the clients would get upset about that. They're like, hey, I'm already paying you guys. I rebooked it. Um, you don't need to like keep asking me if, it, if it's okay if I come, right? So those are the little issues sometimes you might not see because like, like remember, we're just a company. We're not like 
we don't see like every communication that happens after the fact. So it's super important to get information. And then from there, what just happened was like we just had a call with we had a, a hands on me. Hey, look, this is anonymous feedback from the clients. This is what we're seeing happening. And if you have any questions now, just come to us and then we'll confirm it. Um, because now instead of the clients getting like 20 tax messages from like different cleaners, it's like one thread that we have to like our company number and then we'll be stacked if you like uh, WhatsApp or something from the cleaners. Yeah, Kevin, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and and it's obviously proof. The proof is in the pudding, as they say. You're getting this feedback, right? You're creating this feedback loop that provides you with insight into the experience that your customers are are experiencing. And the fact that you're acknowledging that is, is step one in that that third component that we're talking about about what is the strategy for scaling your business it has to be okay no once you get to a point where you're you've got clients you really have to go full circle and understand their experience and look for ways to tweak the process to get it even better because when you do get it better then the next person that you go to and provide that service for they have an even better experience, right? So you're creating that feedback. So feedback loops are such an important part of scaling. You know, I think the other thing to, to try to circle back around as we look to wrap this up, we haven't gotten into a lot of the, the very granular sort of details because on the back of growing a business in, in the last quarter of 2020, and as we look to the first quarter of 2021, I believe, and I think you would agree that it will be on the success on the back of the internet and on the back of social media of how businesses are going to continue to scroll because word of mouth is very hard to accomplish six feet apart, my friend. No one can sleep with that mask on. Yeah, I mean, but but we're just not out there you know, having lunch dates with our buddies or, you know, having girls night out, like that's not happening right now. So we, we are a social people. We can't go that long without having social connection. We're going to figure out a way to have that connection. And I want to circle back around one thing that you said about was in your area, Craigslist, super big, kind of a, um, you know, kind of a, a, a melting pot or a marketplace or a communication hub. And I think that's important that no matter if you are a, a, a solopreneur, someone trying to create their business, or if you are a, an in-house marketing person trying to grow, you know, trying to fulfill your role to grow the company, or if you own multiple companies and you're trying to grow each one, no matter which one you are, at the end of the day, you have to understand where the attention is, where the hub is and and figure out a way to become a part of that and i love how you shared you saw it you realized it because you were paying attention and i think that's something that we need to all keep in mind no matter what role we play as marketers as people who are trying to grow our business or grow our department you know or grow the enterprise as a whole you know i'd love that um I guess if you if you're kind of looking ahead to 2021, Kevin, what what do you see in the future that that you're trying to think about now 
And, and, and what are you doing to work on that? Yeah, I think for the future, what we see now, at least for me, is work from home is something that's going to be here for a long time. I think, at least for me, growing up programming, I was programming from home all the time for stuff. And I was just like, this is normal. And then I got to the point where I was working corporate. And I was like, yeah, like it comes to the office. But I was just like, and then when I got to Corona, I was like, yeah, this is like stuff that I was doing like when I was much younger. I was like, this is, I was like, yeah, why, why was I working from home? Why, was I, why wasn't I working from home again? And, and now I think, at least people like me, we kind of saw it early and kind of like this corporate's like, hey, you're not doing that. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. But then now you realize like anybody can work from home and corporate saying you can't do it. It was just that saying stuff because they want to say something, right? It's, it literally made no sense. Like <laughs> if you think about it, every still do the same work. You're probably working more now than ever before. And I think the biggest fear is, is hey, like, are you, how can you track your employees for work or not? And I think you can never do that. If your employee is not good, they're not good. They're great. They're going to keep being great. And if you need to put a tracker on them, they probably suck. So probably don't hire them. So uh, I tell people all the time, like, I've had employees in my office that I could literally be sitting next to them. I've seen them falling asleep. I'm like, you think that's going to – you think people just don't care. If they don't care, they don't care. But I have other employees that work remotely. They're just rock star. I'm like, I have no clue how much you – how are you doing so much work? I'm like, you're going to be working with me forever. Um, so I think work from home is the future, and I think that sort of concept is going to be really big for people. And I think it's going to make, at least for us in New York City, as I'm having second jobs of like, hey, she didn't live here. I'm like, I'm going to get a house. Like, I'm going to a small apartment. I want to go somewhere bigger. I want to have my own room, like, to do all this stuff. So uh, that's what I can see. And again, marketing-wise, uh, to give back to marketing, I was actually just thinking about this when I was on the call. I was like, oh, maybe if everybody's home, maybe direct mail would make a comeback because everyone's, like, open stuff. So I was just like, that's kind of interesting again. Maybe... Because now, before, like, we're just never home. Like, oh, like, you know, mail works like But now you're always home. You're like, oh, let me go check the mailman. Uh, and, of course, Facebook and social media, all this stuff, it's going to be good, big. And I just think it's going to be super, super expensive to advertise, and, which is great. And I think it's just going to maybe lead to other apps coming on that allow for, like, advertisements and, and show. Because everything's an attention. Uh, it's coming straight forward. Like, where is the attention? And we're just, like, attention merchants. So we're trying to, like, get that. Yeah. That's great. That's what I see. Man, Kevin, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for carving out time today to speak with us, to, to share with us your story, to inspire us, to, uh, to not be afraid, to go out there, to kick status quo in the mouth and, uh, and really just go out there and, and scale and grow our businesses. Thank you so much again for being on the show. I hope you have a great weekend. All right, take care.